Well, I don't have any sort of agenda. Um, it's like a quarterly business report. I just want to give all the people who have invested money into robots with coffee to, to know that I haven't run away. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess we could talk about the the upswing in um, in comments and hits and possibly investor funds in Grapple Field. Yes, which is our our greatest creation, <laughs> and uh, and then go from there. I got I actually got a Hasbro grapple. I you know the whole world is uh, is so topsy turvy that you know to talk about toys in this moment. Yeah, we can stick to more lighthearted conversation. Do you want to do an uh, intro? Da, 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 da. It's Paul and Jesse from Robots with Coffee. How's that? It sounds fine to me. So it's it's been a couple months and much has happened in that time. Uh, we're all not allowed to leave our houses and such. As a happy Mother's Day, the day we're recording this, my name is Paul. And this is Jesse. And we're Robots with Coffee with our Robots with Coffee quarterly report. Yes, uh, there's been a lot of change since the last podcast. Um, the, the last time we did this podcast, we were allowed to go to stores and to malls yeah. and parks yeah. and congregate. And now well, people we... are still going to parks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, around here, we've got all the they have them open for like the walking trails, but things like the playgrounds or the nature mm. centers are all shut down. So I live across the street from a very nice park and I went through yesterday and it was like, well, it's Saturday, it's the weekend. So we don't need to have our masks or social distance because it's the weekend. <laughs> uh, I think last time we talked, when we talked about this, uh, even I was like, well, it's just the floral and I'm not old. So I'll just be careful around old people. And then since then I've had two people who've had it and they've survived. And it was rough. And, you know, I'm getting I'm getting anecdotal stories about people who are, are suffering. Who And it's like getting closer. And so I'm grateful. But it, it's sort of odds are it's going to affect you. And now I'm sad. Yeah. I had a, a friend who his wife got it. And um, he, he eventually I believe he eventually did get it. And it wasn't pretty. But they made it through. I don't I don't think we want to get too deeply into that because it'll just be, oh, have you heard this bad news about the covid? Have yeah. you heard this bad news? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you're on Facebook and it's just, you know, if someone's not like browbeating you, you know, posting the their articles that are just like opinions li- linking the original article and then extrapolating uh, what's wrong with the world from that article or their conspiracy videos where they say, well, make sure you watch the whole hour and 20 minutes before you debate me on this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I just, I don't want it either. I just, I just want to go on my bike and not get run over by crazy people and go to the beach, but I can't. So in the meantime, I'll play video games. Yeah. I've been taking a lot of naps, not the, best strategy but my blood pressure is pretty pretty down 
So well, that's good. <laughs> it's like, who would have ever thought that, you know, being largely sedentary because I can't get out and do things would actually be good for me? Well, I mean, I hope that means that you're also eating. I don't even know. How I, I, I've, been, I've been to your office, but I, I know that like to go to a sandwich shop by you is like at least a two block walk. And there's not like a lot of bad fast food. So it's not like you are sneaking out to eat bad fast food when you're not working from home. Well, the problem maybe, with maybe working from home is we have food around here. Like, I don't keep snacks at work. So I go to work and, you know, if I'll, I'll either bring a lunch or I'll bring like an apple. And I'll get lunch and later in the day I'll eat the apple and then I'll go home and I'll have dinner. And it's, you know, when I was still actively trying to diet, it was pretty easy. Because there's no opportunity to cheat on it at work. But at home, there's snacks all over. I mean, we've got all sorts of food for the kids because they don't eat meals. They snack, they graze. So it's like, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. I'm going to eat this whole can of peanuts or something. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, not like a Kit Kat or, you know... No, but then my wife like, Cheetos. You know, try to try to get back on the diet thing. It was going really well. You can give it a shot. Oh, by the way, that box of Girl Scout cookies I ordered came in today. It's like I'm getting mixed messages here. My cafe is my cafe is open for pickup orders. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it my you know, I think you all know my beloved cafe and uh, I think they're just doing it for the staff so you can tip the staff. There's a pizza place on the way back to, from the post office. I'm working from home. It's a little different for me. I have to go to the office once in a blue moon, pick things up. And then um, people order stuff from us still, so that's good. And uh, I have to mail things out. And I had to take the printer from work. So now my apartment is full of a bunch of boxes to the point where I wish there wasn't a quarantine and that I could do this anyway. But I think that's going to be that's what it's going to be like for a lot of people in the future. I think this has shown everybody how much of what people do can be done from anywhere. You don't need to have people in the office necessarily. And, you know, I, I do wonder to what degree. I don't even want to say when things get back to normal because yeah. It's not clear when or if that will ever happen. But when things get when we're able to go back to work in larger numbers, I wonder how many people are going to how many companies are just going to say, look, this telework thing worked out pretty well. So do that. Only only half our employees clawed their eyes out from being on Zoom all day. (laughs) And, and one of the one of those persons is me. Anyway, so. <laughs> I had I had to be the 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 go to tech person to figure out how to get uh, video calls to work uh, for my team. And, you know, everybody's on a different device. So right. it's like people are on their home computers. Some people have things that don't work. A couple of people are on iPads and trying to connect everybody and troubleshoot for everyone was mm-hmm. just awful yeah because you can't stand over their shoulders and tell them what to do yeah i mean i i there's only so much i can i can do from my computer and then you know we're trying to troubleshoot the kids uh 
um, video calls. And I'm sure I'm sure everyone out there has to deal with that person who doesn't even know how to use email in 2020. And now they got to help that person out with a computer with the, with a video hookup. Mm. You know, my boss, uh, my my old boss was notoriously technophobic, although she kind of got into uh, Apple stuff and she mostly knew how to use those. So I, I can't imagine what it was like trying to uh, set her up with a video call just because she oh, she had a lot of trouble with uh, technology at times. So so what have you been binging while uh, quarantined? I've been catching up on Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars? What was that? <laughs> um, I, I, I caught the last season of The Clone Wars. I'd only watch that show kind of intermittently but um it uh the, the last season is excellent the last few episodes are really really good and lately i've been watching through star wars rebels which i i guess some people didn't like as much but i've really really enjoyed well i guess i guess if you just kind of revolve around the movies and have been dis- disappointed lately you can at least get some other medium the movies are the worst part of Star Wars <laughs> at this point. I tr- I tried to watch Rise of Skywalker the other night, and I got 30 minutes in and said, I don't want to watch this anymore. So have you ever seen it the whole way through? Yeah, I saw it in the theater, and I oh, enjoyed okay. it. But rewatching it, it's like, I like the characters a lot. I like yeah. Ray and Finn and Poe sure. and Kylo Ren. But the the story is just terrible. The plot, I, I, the pacing, it's just I, atrociously bad. I um I haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet. And I saw the other two movies, and I haven't rewatched the other two movies. And I'm in no uh, rush. This is part of the do I want to see probably not part of the podca- podca- podcast. Podcast, by the way. Um. Yeah, I just haven't. I just haven't like. I just didn't bother to check out Rise of the Rise of the Skywalker. Is that what it's called? Rise of the Skywalker. Rise Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. I knew that. Yeah, I liked Last well, Jedi. I thought Force Awakens was okay, but we were talking about watching a Star Wars movie the other night, and the choices for us were uh, Rise of Skywalker and Attack of the Clones. And I voted for Attack of the Clones. So that, <laughs> that should, now then, that, that, that should that tell was... you my opinion of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, my God. I got dragged to see um, Attack of the Clones to an IMAX presentation. And I don't know if you, I mean, not that we need to know that each, each different version of every one of these movies, but... For whatever reason, the IMAX version that I saw, the, the IMAX version I saw had a lot of the romance scenes cut out. <laughs> it was still unwatchable. I just can't imagine that movie being like I can't imagine being a, 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 an interminable movie being even more interminable. For, for me, watching the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars retroactively made me like those movies better. Because I can just slot in all of the characterization 
mm-hmm. and interesting stuff from the Clone Wars and project it on to I the see. characters in the movie. So it's like in the movies, Anakin was awful. He was whiny. He was just terrible, just wooden. In the Clone Wars, he was really good. They did a lot of stuff to establish his character and made him into a likable character who nonetheless had flaws, which led him to the dark side. I uh, I'll always remember the uh, Tarkovsky Clone Wars miniseries. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, which was just like all action, but it was it was just incredible. Like at least there was a kind of thing. It was like it kind of forgave how uh, rushed the the third one, the third movie was. Yeah. And uh, it's like, okay, well, at least I have this buffer to kind of give me decent action as opposed to, like, what is essentially, I mean, you know, someone chooses, and, and the wrong person, cho- in this case, chooses those takes to put into the movie. You know, right. I just can't imagine that someone there is going, everyone's going, oh, that was that was the one. And then, like, <laughs> they end up being dragged to see the the finished product that they were involved in and being like, Oh, I would have chosen that, but it's not to me anymore. And then they get blamed for it, you know? And like, uh, you chose that take. That was the read right, through. Right. No idea. Like how often it must happen. Have you Probably caught uh Tartowski's new series? No. What's his new series? The dinosaur one. No. I can't exactly. remember what it's called off the top. Of it. It's just, it's like a caveman and dinosaur times or something. And it's incredibly violent. Okay. And I, I haven't seen any of it. I've seen a few clips from it that have been really good, but I just haven't had the time or inclination yet to, uh, to track it down. So I know one thing that we've both been binging uh, has a mystery science theater. Yes. So I didn't get fun. I didn't get to uh, jump on last night because uh, we were watching The Princess Bride with Sam. How did Sam enjoy The Princess Bride? He, he quite enjoyed it. He had a lot of fun. He he liked the movie. So it was a, it was a nice thing to share. Did you point to um, Peter Falk and say, that's Columbo? I, that did come up, yes. Okay. He's as, like, who's Columbo dead? <laughs> it's like at, at the end of the movie where he's like, Grandpa, can you come and read me another story tomorrow? And he says, as you wish, and turns to leave. And it's like, wait, one more question. <laughs> one more thing. Just one more thing. So what did you watch last night? Uh, mystery, uh, so the, the Mystery Science Theater, the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Ego. Uh, which is famous for the line uh, watch out for snakes if, for those of you who haven't seen that one and then uh, Monster A Go-Go um, which is one of the more notoriously incomprehensible movies that they uh, had ever done Jesse and I uh, along with Robots with Coffee Eric and some uh, some of his friends uh, have been tuning into a Twitch stream on Saturdays to watch Mystery Science Theater, and it's it's a pretty good time. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, I just have stuff on the background because I've been I have been drawing a lot, which you can see at robotswithcoffee.com. A lot of comic strips. I have a lot of material to go through, probably through July. That's something. I, I haven't like I have I haven't put anything on to watch and just sit through and watch episode after episode. 
I will add before we get too far away from it that uh, there was a, a bit of a Twitter convo last night uh, where Andrew Griffith was uh, talking about his lack of, well, his his dislike of the first Matrix movie. And in the course of that conversation, uh, I mentioned the Mystery Science Theater watch through. Yeah. And he said that's something he'd be interested in. So if, well, he join if, us. if Eric wants to reach out to Andrew, then. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, you should watch it with us. He, yeah. He, um, he might enjoy that. Yeah. I, I cut the tail end of that conversation. And I remember being dragged to see the Matrix. And I had no idea of what it was about. Because all I saw was Keanu in the commercial going, whoa. In like a very split 10 second TV ad. And I was like, what? And my friends were like, oh, we're going to see the Matrix. I'm like, oh, good. Keanu as a computer programmer. That's what I want to see. I had no idea about the, you know, the alternate world thing going on. For you Chicagoans, you should probably know that there is a club called Neo, which I suspect that Wachowski's probably hung out at all the time. And that's the kind of club that everyone who in the Matrix looks like they hang out at. So I spent way too much time hanging out and trying to mix it up with goth chicks, which never happened. But yeah, uh, I was blown away when I saw it in the theater. But like, it's just a, it's such a cool and simple, like, eye-catchingly, you know, wild movie. And, you know, I had seen something, maybe it's like a sort of a chosen one story that was told like that. You know what I mean? Um, right. And then I went and saw the second one several years later and I kept looking at my friend Dave who uh, we went and then like halfway through we were like this this, this is such a colossal it's such a colossal mess (laughs) just there's there's no digging your way out of whatever corner they're painting you in of just all the gobbly back and forth philosophy talk and then there's going to be a truck chase (laughs) you know (laughs) in there it, it, is, it was something that I had a, a sociology professor in college who really liked the movie because it, it essentially was was sociology 101 in movie form. With the Matrix being the system of beliefs and practices and things that make up society that you don't even think about from day to day. And, you know, that was the thing with sociology is it's studying those systems and it's taking that step back and looking at them and realizing how much of an effect they have on your life. And you don't even realize they're there most of the time. So he liked it just as as a an example of the basics of sociology. And, you know, and it had uh, and Keanu knew Kung Fu, too. So that was fun. Keanu knew Kung Fu. And then there was, you know, then they built a highway just to make. A truck chase. <laughs> and I I like the second one well enough, but it really needed the third movie to bring everything home. And that third movie was just terrible. Well, I, I just, you know, at some point someone can tell these guys no. Or girls no, I'm sorry. But someone could tell the, the you know, um, or in general, just anyone who makes what is, eventually just becomes a nightmare movie that just doesn't end. You know, like, oh, I got all this money now, and like, and what I do is so successful. And 
And there's a lot of artists, uh, a lot of people who make these things who have to depend on hundreds of people to get it done who have to say yes to every bad idea or listen to every bad idea from the people who are writing them checks to make the movie. I think that the Wachowskis in this case, it was just like, we're going to do, you know, we get this whole thing where everything's conceptualized and that there are several layers and several different matrices, et cetera. And here's a highway chase. And, or maybe someone told them to put that highway chase in there. I don't know. But um, I just remember that movie going on forever. It's still probably going on. <laughs> well, um, and then they, they, they made a movie that was all highway chase. That's right. Which was actually a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to believe. But yeah. That, yeah. I, I had no expectations for Speed Racer to be any good. And it was fun. And they, I, 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 I don't know that they've really done anything even remotely as good since. Well, uh, Cloud Atlas was pretty interesting. And they were involved in that. I don't know if they were the actual directors, but they were involved uh, in making that movie. And then uh, one of one of the people behind the scenes in The Matrix uh, made uh, V for Vendetta. And that was pretty good. That was good. That yeah. was better than I expected it to be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these adaptations just, I mean, they suck or they just don't, they don't last very long. And I haven't revisited it, but I remember, you know, I, I enjoyed it seeing it and I didn't go, oh, here's, you know, let me do Cinema Sins live while watching this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing I tried to, so I didn't try binging it because it's such a nihilistic show to me. But I love Better Call Saul. So I've tried Breaking Bad now. And the mm-hmm. only reason, like, it's it's just hard to sit through and watch, even at the beginning of the show, and watch, uh, and it's probably the point is to watch this guy become a bad person, but um, it's just it's just really hard. And especially right now, in, in the way the world is right now, I, in the way I feel, in, in the way I, uh, I'm, you know, w- w- the things I'm concerned about, you know, which have nothing to do with with like the plot line of something like that. I just don't need more negativity. It's it's it might be too hard. So I watch Gravity Falls, and then I watch Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, that's I yeah. I can't. I've got so much stuff going on most of the time anyway. I just I can't deal with difficult fiction. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to watch something that's hard and sad and brutal. I want to watch you know. <laughs> something funny or some something exciting uh, what i'm worried about is that someone you know because we're all connected um in, in, in a way where uh topics get thrown out there and people now have probably more time or they're looking for for ways to to be connected it, it's like dan Harmon said there's not a ironic choice switch when you watch a movie on Amazon prime or Apple TV or, or whatever. And so studio people are going to be like, well, everyone's tuning in for attack of the clones or, you know, for this movie that, that no one liked the first time. So look at the, look at it. We, you know, we're not going to make the correlation that everyone's bored. <laughs> we're, we're not going to come up to that conclusion. So everyone's watching this awful movie that was panned and no one saw, 
and they're all watching it on, you know, they're all streaming on Netflix, and we don't know that they're all laughing their butts off collectively, and so now we're going to make a sequel. And then there's people who are watching like, oh, hey, there was that movie that's, that was about a pandemic. Let's all watch that. And so then everyone watches that. And it's like, that's the one thing I'm not going to watch. So hopefully I just, I just want to watch something and find out that I'm a statistic in, 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 in creating another awful version of something that I just watched because it was laughably bad or something that's just going to be like not exactly escapist. Which is why, um, you know, watching all the mystery science theater stuff once a week uh, on stream with people yeah. is, is fun. It's, it doesn't count towards the algorithm and it's a right. way to watch a bad movie and make fun of it. Absolutely. Make fun of it with a group. We try to keep this relatively short, I think. Uh, have we have we been looking for toys? Uh, no. Well, have we been? The time of... I haven't been like... I'd love to go to Walmart. I'd love to go to <laughs> words that I have never said in my life. I'd love to go and look for the the Netflix toys at Walmart yeah. because you know I'd kind of like to get Scrapface and that Mirage, but I'm not going to set foot in a Walmart right now. Yeah, and I'm certainly not going to go to the grocery store. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to go there to look for toys. I yeah. mean, I I go to target like once a week or so and when i'm there i i look for toys um i'll look for transformers i'll look for stuff for my kids i've picked up one or two things i got cyberverse megatron the deluxe which is is kind of cool kind of a neat toy honestly i don't know that i've picked up anything else just because stock has been kind of atrocious most of the stuff I, that i've gotten lately i've gotten online yeah i check in so there's a there's a place that you know i say use toys but it's a collectible toy store and you know i i drop him a line and be like hey any you know how first of all check in and see how he's doing he's doing fine and you know i, I mean a lot of people are hurting in, in ways so it's like well if he's got if, if he got something in a collection because he said he was still buying collections so if he got something Maybe he's got something and, you know, you can tell me what he's got. I can like PayPal him 30 bucks or, or whatever and pick it up from him later. And uh, he's like, no, I haven't really got anything. But then I think he picked up some. I think people were going to Walmart and picking up the uh, Soundwave reissue because Walmart did a deep discount on them in some areas. And so yeah. he had a bunch of them. And it's just like, oh, if I don't already have a Soundwave and didn't find Buzzsaw at TFCon last year. I would totally do this. You know, he hasn't got anything that he, I think he knows that I'm looking for. So I just happened to order uh, Rappel because he's awesome and Hoist and Wheeljack. And I get bored. And so sometimes I, you know, I like to get put together some Lego sets, but I can't go browse Lego sets, um, which is, you know, again, not the worst thing in the world. But I still feel I feel feel like terrified going into my grocery store. I was gonna say my the I've got a Whole Foods nearby, but it's a it's a small one. It's like the yeah. size of a independent grocery store rather than the enormous ones that I think most people associate with Whole Foods. Uh, which is nice because it's more like shopping at 
you know, a mom and pop store than Whole Foods. But it's so small mm-hmm. that it's just awful having to go in and shop there. That's that's like the Mariano's in my neighborhood is huge, but they have not organized any of like the produce so that you can walk in safe in a safe space. Like, yeah, just just move this a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess checking in on on places you like to go and seeing how they're doing uh, is always good. I've also I've bought masks from a local artist pal. Yeah, we've been hitting up our favorite local places uh, for for food. We haven't been eating out as much, but like once or twice a week, we'll pick up dinner. Like we did pizzas from the uh, this uh, local restaurant that's like a mom and pop place um, mm-hmm. last night, and we got sushi earlier in the week. Sushi and, um, and bento's from another local non-chain Japanese restaurant that we really like. And we're trying to support those as much as we can. And, you know, we're also doing the local fast food places, too, because they're, you know, franchises and everything. But you still want to try to support the people that are working there to give them something. Most of these places have it down at this point. You order the food, you go, mm-hmm. they just you, you, you get it at the door, you walk inside and pick it up off the table and leave. They've had like um, a, a month to practice. Right. Uh, one thing I, I uh, well, to shift gears, but I think one like one thing I'm glad that I did was I made that uh, Facebook group for people to suggest metal or yeah. noise rock or punk or whatever, just because I'm in front of a computer all day for sure now, and, and as are most of my uh, friends who are working from home. So is there something that I don't know or haven't heard that you could tell me about? Um, and I've gotten some good suggestions. Uh, so that's that's good. I would be I would be jumping in there more if not for the fact that I just don't have much to recommend. I haven't been I haven't been in the metal scene in a while, and most of the punk I listen to is Bad Religion. So well, you could say Bad Religion. There's someone there might know, but it's it's for me it's 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 definitely because. You know, it'll be it'll be hit or miss because my friends' tastes are very different, and I might not want to listen to Viking metal um, all the time, or I might want to listen to like experimental noise rock. But there's just like with any genre, there's always a diamond in the rough, and one of those was Rodan um, and their album Rusty, which I ended up buying on Amazon uh, as an MP3, and it's it's just great. So you never know. And then, uh, like, check, you know, I would say check on Bandcamp. Check, um, let's look at bands on Bandcamp, um, especially when Bandcamp has those days where they uh, waive the fees. Because generally, if you're on Bandcamp and you're not on a label, the money's going straight to you, the band. I don't know. It, it, we haven't done a podcast in a while, and we probably don't have much to add or say. But it was good to check in. Uh, how is everybody doing? You know, you should write to us, right? You should write to us. Send us a message on Twitter or Facebook, email. Yeah, Yeah, there's not, I mean, you know, the strips are still going. 
we did. I I did cl- close in quotes the cafe, although they might be reopening for a curbside pickup and limited numbers of people fairly soon. I think I've got some ideas for that. And, and uh, I am sitting in front of the TV and drawing farting robots. So yeah, yeah. Still doing what we can. Got a. Uh, you know, did the grapple field strips. And who doesn't love grapple fields? <laughs> which are fun. I, I need to sit down and, and maybe think about some more of those. But yeah, I kind of it, <laughs> it, it was kind of a one note joke. And the, guess and what, buddy? <laughs> That's life. <laughs> the, the CDC director Optimus Prime stuff was fun just to <laughs> just to do. And I I have I have tried to occasionally. uh touch on that when i have something that seems lighthearted enough today was uh was, was that I, the take of the hulk yeah from, uh, the, hulk hogan. hogan yeah that was um i i found that alpha trion for like 10 bucks online so i ordered it because i don't have an alpha trion mm. and i was you know gonna probably take a couple pictures and then give it to the kids to play with because it's a cyberverse toy and he is just freaking jacked like yeah. he's he's huge, which is not what you expect from the sagely Alpha Trion. Yeah, so I was just smart. People can work out. I was. <laughs> I was Henry Rollins. I was walking the dog <laughs> and came up with this idea, and for him to be like Hulk Hogan, and all, all his Alpha Maniacs, and I, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> which is which you, is what fuels so, most of this is i thought it was funny well yeah but like sometimes in another thing too is is sometimes you do something and it ends up becoming its own thing so you never know um and we we all exist on means right now to amuse each other so we, we have to create these things to kind of um, blow off that steam i'll tell you one thing that i am coveting right now is that uh, derek j wyatt Posted that picture of his uh, Cassetticon uh, bootlegs. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Now it's like, where? <laughs> where do you find those? <laughs> because those are so wild. So I spent a little bit too much time uh, on eBay uh, looking to see if I could find something similar, you know, uh, and, and not like a billion dollars, but wow. I think that was more of a thing several years back. Like there was a a period of a few years where there were a lot of bootlegs that you don't just, you just don't see as much anymore. Cause I know that there was a question that came up and I I asked Peter, uh, Peter Chavez Mm -hmm. about uh, a a bootleg, um, some bootleg cassettes and ended up kind of getting down a rabbit hole with that um, and some of the history of it. And, you know, just just mostly forum posts. But I guess the cassettes were a big deal some years back, from what I can tell. I'll have, to, I'll have to follow up with him on that because I, I want to know. I want to know, like, I uh, like. When I was when I was visiting you in, in D.C. for TFCon, somebody had oversight because oversized cassettes and i just didn't feel like since i had traveled and since 
you know, it had been such a such a weird year for me. I didn't want to just buy every cool thing that I saw. <laughs> and so I I, reg- I regret not getting those. Someone had oversized oversized G1 cassettes, you know, bootleg cassettes. Yeah. So I'll have to follow up with 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 um our friend Pete on that because those are so cool. I think we're coming up on an hour almost. Uh, nah, it's I've been recording uh, for about forty minutes and like the first 10 minutes of that was uh just me making fart noises i know right. <laughs> yeah. well tfcon i'm guessing it's probably not going to happen this year yeah i mean it, it's not i mean chicago has been announced for october uh i don't know what the world is going to be like but the world's got to get its poop together and yeah looks, i don't think the world is getting its poop together I mean, if if it happens, I'm going to do my best to uh, to come. OK, well, I'll sanitize. I'll try to sanitize the place. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I know Cameron uh, yeah. uh, Grimlockimus is uh, planning on being there again. Yeah. If not, I'll just I'll just drive up to Kenosha and he and I will just do a table in front of, <laughs> a, in front of like uh, A&W. <laughs> He'd still sell out in like 30 minutes. He would. Oh, this stuff is so great. Oh, I painted I painted that uh, Trent Troop uh, Insecticon Bob. Yeah. Using using watercolors. So he's got a, like this light gray going on instead of black. But I didn't want to like, you know, if you if you if you don't know what you're doing and you're me, you're just going to make a mess of everything, especially for something that is such surprising detail. But it's also not something you can take apart and paint and, and paint part by part. So I figured, well, if I do watercolor, some of it will show up. And if I if I paint it in black, the black if I just paint it in like straight black paint, the paint will like coagulate in parts that I won't be able to to like push the paint around and spread it around properly. And I'm going off of my previous experience on on I'm, I'm ruining toys, by the way. And then it'll just ruin the detail in some of these parts. And um, and because the the character is is you know is is patchwork painted, that's just kind of a hard thing to do. You just don't want to do like all one color. So I figured, you know, what's the harm in doing it in like a light gray? Because then it'll spread watercolor wise, but it won't like goop. In places that so, reminds reminds me of when i did the um flame toys megatron model kit and i had a panel line pen and okay. i i have never that was the second model kit i've ever put together you know i did a couple of really simple gundam kits when i was like 15 mm. um so it had been a couple decades since I'd done any sort of model kit stuff. I'm not good at it. I don't know what I'm doing. I tried doing the panel lining thing and just got paint everywhere all over the chest to do the little swirly gun bits, uh, as is, you know, one of Megatron's trademarks. And I didn't, I tried to wipe it up and just got the paint splattered all over the chest and it, it, it for whatever reason i didn't think of using rubbing alcohol right away so i finally got some rubbing alcohol and wiped it off and it actually came out really nice like 
I, I rubbed it on the surface, but it didn't penetrate into the lines. And but it picked up just enough paint that the it filled the panel lines, but it was not quite as dark as it could have been. So it's like kind of a more subtle, lighter black color. So I completely screwed that up, but it turned out okay. I'd love to do a bit more work on the IDW Optimus kit, but I am terrible at putting on stickers. And I have demonstrated to myself that painting is not my forte. On, on that note, so you did the uh, the uh, jigsaw puzzle. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no. you can buy these from uh, like from amazon and they're like pretty like one i got was like 12 bucks for 24 so what jesse's talking about is is that i did a couple like as he said i did some jigsaw puzzles i and these were these weren't like i grabbed some puzzles and painted over them and then drew over them these were uh things you can buy they weren't on like blix site which is where i usually go for art supplies these were on amazon so just want my art I'm getting a nice response to that. I don't know if someone asked me if I was going to sell them. I don't know. I was just going to send them to people. I'm kind of afraid to send them because it's, you know, my fingers touching paper. So I got to wait like X amount of time before I mail them out, I guess. So that I don't give people my germs. Something to think about. But I mean, is is that what you were, you know, uh, if you're, if you're asking, like, were you asking because you wanted to know where to get, to get them from? No, I just I I I thought it was a really interesting um thing to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and well, I mean, wa- it's, it's and wanted to plug an art project that you were working. Well, on. Well, thank you. And yes, everything I do is for sale at some point. So thank you for Jesse for thinking of me and my my compulsion to self promote. As much as I want you to buy from me, there are artists who don't have full time day jobs, and so please check and see what they're selling. And then you can come back to me and buy stuff from me at any time. But yeah, if, if you like what me doing that, if you like seeing that from me and you want to do it yourself, you can look and look for uh, blank puzzles to draw on. It's not the easiest thing because it's, you know, it's like you're drawing on cardboard and you don't know it, you know, because you might try to draw a straight line across from one to the other and the, the, the line will drop into the gap. If, if if you want to really know know the, the how to of it, but it's just a goofy little thing to do, and I'm glad people like it. So I might mail them out to friends, and I might make them for sale at some point. We'll see. So uh, just just so that because so that we don't um, go too long, and because I know you have stuff to do, and I have you know, digital bad guys to blow up on the PS4. I should also call my mom and tell her I love you. I love I love you, Jesse. But tell her that I love. Her. I'm gonna call my mom and say, "Yeah, I love Jesse, my friend from Robots with Coffee, um, for Mother's Day." And so say hi to your missus. But uh, we're gonna wrap it up, and we'll say that we want to do this more often. But you know, we might not have much to talk about, and we just kind of want to check in and, and say that, in case anyone was wondering if we're still alive, we are. For now. Uh, yeah, for now. <laughs> uh, but you know, keep tuning in. I'm Robots with I'm Robots W Coffee on Twitter. And robots with coffee on Instagram. You are. I'm RWC Jesse on Twitter and Instagram. And then we're on Facebook, robots with Facebook slash you know, robots with coffee. And of course, there's robotswithcoffee.com, which is pretty much where um, at least my stuff ends up. And then everything is linked from there. 
So, and then every, every you tune in every weekday for new art, and then there's links to our social media, and there's also links to the store. All right. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Try to keep this short. Hopefully, we kept yep. it interesting. Um, we want, you know, check in with us. Tell us how you're doing. And hopefully, we do this, uh, if not in a few weeks, you know, in a month or so. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's not a quarterly business report. Um, yeah, after the asteroid hits next month. Yeah, <laughs> as, as, as we're, uh, we'll, we'll do this once we get a new telecom thing set up on the asteroid that has carried split the planet in half. And just <laughs> so when, when the planet, the, the, the planet halves meet up again and it's safe to talk. Stay safe and stay healthy, folks. What's, what's the one going on in England now? They changed it to stay something else, stay alert. I don't know. Did you see that today? <laughs> I, like I this morning, I saw some people griping that like the the prime ministers were like, "Okay, stay on, stay everyone, stay alert." <laughs> it's just like watch out for the look out. It's coming. Out. The COVID. <laughs> look out for the the microbes. So keep your eye out for microbes, people. They're all around you. <laughs> Build that wall. The microbes will fall. <laughs>